91.5. WWEB coming North Georgia. And online at victory91.5.com. It's the sound of revival. What's going on over there? Oh, just having some fun. There, there, is there some Leanigans going on? There oh, are. yes. There <laughs> are. There's always some Leanigans going on. Victory 91.5, David and Leanna Risenstein with Ray in this morning. Ray Haynes, our general manager, who last week came in and, and shared just such powerful background and truth regarding the days of awe between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Today, sharing uh, powerful background and truth on the Feast of Tabernacles, Sukkot, uh, Sukkoth, Sukkot, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> There's many, many pronunciations Just of... Make up your own. Many <laughs> pronunciations <laughs> of this feast tonight. So where are we now? Well, you know, we talked about this being the birth of Jesus, the actual birth of Jesus. So this entire, this festival, along with the Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the fall feast, all of these, the, the real imagery here, there are all these little seasons, like 10 days of awe, these seven or eight days mm -hmm. of the Feast of Tabernacles. It's all about living the Christian life. Mm -hmm. This isn't about getting saved. Right. It's about what do you do afterwards? How sure. do you do this thing? You know, the, the um, Rosh Hashanah is that I'm born. Uh, Yom Kippur is... I'm, I'm, we're getting to it, rather the 10 days of awe is I'm repenting, I'm seeking, I'm finding him. He's forgiven me. It's mm -hmm. all, it's all, it's all good now. Mm -hmm. And I've begun my life. And then this festival comes along to show you probably the, the most amazing in, in the most amazing imagery, what the Christian life looks like being lived out. How do I live out my Christian walk? All right, so the Feast of Tabernacles. So you got all kind of cool traditions and neat things that go with it. And I'm not going to get into a lot of the little the Jewishness to it mm -hmm. because, again, what happened is God gave the various commands and then you go through many, many, many years and they just add, you know, lots of cute sure. little traditions and neat stuff like that. And those are all fine if you want to do that. But I'll always tell you, anytime you go back and recapture a feast, the only thing you, you got to make sure is get Jesus. Focus yeah. on Jesus. Don't miss the main thing. The main thing is keep the main thing the main thing. <laughs> if, if you got Jesus, you got it all. You miss Jesus, you got uh, a little celebration. And the whole world is celebrating. In Israel right now, they miss the main thing, but they are going to have the biggest celebration for the next week you could ever imagine. Mm. They are going to party down. I find great sadness in that statement. Yes. That they miss the main thing. Mm. That's the only thing they're missing. And you know, I missed everything. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't miss just the main thing. I missed everything for 45 years. And in here, here, seven years into my walk, seven years after Jesus changed my life, now getting the other thing. Yeah. Getting, the main, getting the main thing and now getting this, this other thing. Wow. And... You know, I was just talking to a friend called yesterday on the phone who said, "How do you, just really battling this, you know, being in the world but not of the world?" And and it was wonderful because I said, "Wow, this this is this is that season. This is why you're feeling it. Is God's trying to work you through because the, these festivals are all about that. How do I live in the world without being of the world? How do I live out my Christian life? You know, that Yom Kippur fasting, wearing white. I, I can't tell you how many times during the day praying and reading, I'd look down and I see white and." And immediately it snaps me back. Mm. You're dead. 
live out your life as as this whole day as if you're dead to the world. Mm. And I mean, it, he he built all this to help us. Mm-hmm. You see, we were going to need this help. So that's what the feasts are about. So, so the Feast of Tabernacles, we remember first the Temple of Solomon. He dedicated during this festival. So we talked about in the wilderness, the tabernacle, that word where Moses built the tabernacle. God began all this. We are the tabernacle of the Lord. So we celebrate having Jesus in our hearts. We look forward to when we tabernacle or dwell with God in heaven Mm -hmm. and on the new earth. Mm -hmm. After all sin has been removed and the devil is cast into the lake of fire. You see the significance of Yom Kippur. He deals with our sins. In the next age, he destroys all sin, including the devil, and we're with him. Mm. Same thing. So this week is that celebration of eternity, spending Mm. time with God. Now consider, just for a moment, what an amazing God we have. Mm -hmm. The false gods of the world are motivating people to chop people's heads off. The one and only real God has commanded us this festival. There's just a few words. One is rejoice. For a whole week. Got that. Rejoice. And to give charity. Those are the two rules of the Feast of Tabernacles. Mm. Much joy, much giving. So think about God and rejoice. Think about others and give. Deuteronomy 16, 14, and 15. Be joyful at your festival. And mm. he breaks this down. You. You. So you don't leave yourself out. Don't get don't get confused. <laughs> don't be the Mary Martha Oh, that's thing. just for everybody else. That's right. Don't, <laughs> nope. be, don't be Martha. <laughs> Caking everybody. This is all about you. It's about you living out your life. We'll, we'll, use, we'll use paper, honey. <laughs> don't, no dishes. <laughs> no dishes today. <laughs> okay. It's about you. It's about your sons and daughters. Your male and female servants uh-huh. and the Levites, the foreigners, the fatherless, and the widows who live in your towns. Mm-hmm. Now notice, you'll never get this kind of a breakdown in any other time. This is a festival because it's trying to teach you how to live out the Christian life. Mm-hmm. That's all of these are a picture of the Christian life. In verse 15, for seven days celebrate. Again, what are you doing? You're celebrating the festival of the Lord your God at the place the Lord will choose. For the Lord your God will bless you in all your harvest and all the work of your hands and your joy will be complete mm. about the blessings Amen. of God. You can't be full and joyful without the blessings of God. No matter how hard you work, how determined you are, how big of an entrepreneur, it's about God. Mm-hmm. And as the verse you shared earlier, three times a year, all your men and all your men must appear before the Lord your God at the place he'll choose at the festival of unleavened bread, that's Passover or the cross, the festival of weeks, that is Pentecost, the giving of the word and the giving of the Holy Spirit, and the festival of tabernacles, which is right now. And this verse, the last part of this verse, no one should appear before the Lord empty-handed. Mm. Think about that. When God tells you to give, remember that verse, as you've given unto the least of these, you've given unto me. Mm. So when God commands you to give, take notice of other people, you're appearing, when you don't do that, you're appearing before the Lord with nothing, with empty hands, not hands of, not holy hands, not worshiping, but hands closed holding all your stuff. Mm. So that this festival is to teach you how to give. Each of uh, verse 17, each of you must give a gift in proportion to the way the Lord your God has blessed you. Mm. So you see, there's not some give this thing. Mm. It's 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 showing you just like the all the, the parables that Jesus gave. This one had five and ten and fifteen and twenty. Bless this mount. That's how that comes mm-hmm. from. All right, one last thought here. I want to give you uh, keep it going. We're yeah. not, we're <laughs> <laughs> well, 
you know, there's there's so many things that we haven't been taught because we just kind of let go of festivals. Mm-hmm. So tithing, but so many things we miss, mm-hmm. we miss out on yeah. God's intentionality. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he knew he'd need this. Mm -hmm. And you hear a lot in the church about tithing. Mm -hmm. But so this one will connect you to, there's actually two tithes. Now, the first tithe back in the day was specifically for the Levites. They had no other way of, they couldn't have homes or anything like that. So everything they had had to be provided for them. Mm -hmm. And so that was to teach the lesson of of that provision that God would be our all in all, our provision. Because we're now, everyone, we are the priesthood of God. We're all priests and kings before God. So that tithe was for them. The second tithe, though, is for you to enjoy and to use to be a blessing and honor God. So Mm. this particular portion of the wealth that you make has to do with a celebrating before God. Mm. So even the stuff that you have, if even if you wanted to portion off a ten and, and tithe to church uh, to the, whatever ministry you're you're a part of, there's still a requirement of God that you would celebrate before Him independently with your family with this second tithe, and you'll find it in Deuteronomy 14, verses 22 to 27. Be sure to set aside a tenth of all that your fields produce each year. Eat the tithe. See, it's very different. The first tithe, you're giving it, right? Because you can't eat it and give it at the same time. This one, you eat the tithe of your new grain, your wine and olive oil, firstborn of your herds and flocks, in the presence of the Lord your God at the place you'll choose, so that you may learn to revere the Lord your God always. So it's a banquet, it's a festival, it's a party. It's a time where you're eating and celebrating together the fact that God has provided it for you. One you gave away to, to care for the ones who, who don't have. This is um, where you celebrate. Now, the next verse, I'm just going to sum it up because it's long. If the place is too distant, it, basically you buy whatever you like. That's a literal verse. Buy whatever you like. Then you and your household shall eat there in the presence of the Lord your God and rejoice. And do not neglect the Levites living in your towns, for they have no allotment or inheritance of their own. So all of this, this festival, this, this second portion here is to remind you to come before God, to, to, to give to those in need, and then to take and to celebrate with your family the goodness of God's provision. Mm. So, you know, you could go, you could celebrate by going camping, celebrate with your family. We had talked about that mm-hmm. this week and, and going camping for one night is three days of work. <laughs> <laughs> you got a week to work We'll it set out. up uh, the tarp and some sticks in the backyard. <laughs> now, technically, it's it's really just eating somewhere. The, the mm-hmm. sukkah the was just built for your eating anyway. Mm-hmm. So you could go out for a meal so that you're not the ones preparing it so that all everything, there's no cleanup. It's all celebration, right? Because you, well, you want to talk about God's provision. We pray before and after our meals in America. Mm-hmm. But and so that's kind of the concept. That's how you could take tabernacle with you daily. Right. Sure. Help someone in need. Mm-hmm. Um, give to those who have less than you. That is the very heart and nature of the feast of tabernacles. Mm. Wow. I love that. And I, there's nothing to add to what he's saying. It just hit me that the dwelling place of the Lord is in us. It was in the temple before Jesus came. Yeah. We are the temple now. That his spirit lives in us. And when we feel that, I know that there have been certain times where we have just given to random people on the street yeah. because the, the presence of the Lord mm-hmm. said, give them whatever you have. Leanna is, is often overwhelmed mm-hmm. with that. 
And you know where that comes from. Mm-hmm. He's tabernacling within you to prepare you for eternity. Because all of this are those deeds, those good deeds where you receive your rewards for uh, how you saw Jesus in the least of these. Your enemy. How do you see Jesus in your enemy? We talked about this whole, the early face were about praying. And it's, this is that praying for your many mm-hmm. enemy, not judging them, because all the judgment is past. You know, when Jesus came, he said, I don't judge you. I've, I could judge you, but I choose not to judge you. I've come to die for you. I've come to, to mm-hmm. lay down my life for you. So the Feast of Tabernacles is that inaction in humanity. Instead of judging, mm-hmm. instead of saying, you don't deserve, this is coming and giving to the least, giving to the undeserving. You know, this this particular feast, I mean, there's so much you could talk about, but, you, you know, you couldn't glean, you could only glean a certain portion. You had to leave it for the rest mm-hmm. to come oh, the- to the grain, it. your yes. field. You had mm-hmm. to leave a certain amount in your field for the foreigners right. to come sure. and eat. Exactly. Yeah. So even in this fruit harvest, you you still you, you got to leave. You can you have to remember them. So I mean, think about this. Every time you if you're in our modern day world, every time you receive a paycheck, you have to leave some of it for for the hurting, for the needy. I mean, he built it into our our you know psyche and brain and the way we think we're supposed to be thinking of how are we caring, how are we helping mm-hmm. others. Mm. This is our field. Well, uh, Ray, thank you mm-hmm. for for opening our eyes to the feasts, and I'm sure that there is some biblical interpretation where I can clearly say that God is calling us to brick oven pizza tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I know He's calling you to a biscuit in just a little. <laughs> I feel that call just over here. <laughs> and just as we did last week, we have taken uh, all of what Ray has said, and we have put it into. Uh, a file on the internet that you can you can open and you can listen to it at your leisure. You can forward it to friends. We're going to post that link at the Victory 91.5 Facebook page. And I can't tell you how many people contacted us uh, via the email, the electronic mail, and said, I don't do Facebook. Can I have that link too? be very happy to forward that link to you. My email address is david at victory915.com and I will throw these notes in there as well for yes, you. Yes, and, and Ray's notes will be there.